We use the turn the green screen on so her head doesn't fade. <laughs> we oh. Hello, everybody. Welcome, Gary. Welcome, Sean. Anna D. How you doing? Standing Stones. Rebecca. And I think we got somebody I haven't seen before. It's very interesting. Hello, our Facebook user, Eric. And we got Drive By You, Dan. Welcome. Hi. Nice to see you. I have a friend named Dan. Gene. So welcome, everybody. Hopefully everybody's staying uh, dry. Gene Hudson and everybody. Uh, Rita on this Friday evening. So uh, this is uh, part two on Catalina Rose. Caitlin. Uh, Caitlin, yeah. I don't know why I thought of Kate, uh, Catalina. It was a more exotic. Yeah. Let me uh, bring up a picture of her here. So it, it's a very sad case. Uh, it's very disturbing. Here's a picture of her. You've gotten some winners lately. Yeah, we had some uh, people give us some really good cases. Uh, we'll do a rehash at the end. So what we're going to do, ladies and gentlemen, we got some people that... Uh, has some abilities that looked into the case. So we're going to see what they actually uh, found out and uh, what they dabbled in and see what they come up with. And at the end, we'll go back and rehash everything. Hello, Lorna. Welcome, everybody. Round of applause. Nice to have you. But there's a picture of her. So we'll start out with Lala. Go ahead. Okay. Um. I picked up a lot of feelings from not only her, but her family that's still alive, very high emotions. Of course there would be, but frustration. Um, she was a wonderful person, but I did pick up that she struggled with some sort of substance abuse sometimes, maybe alcohol, I think maybe a mixture, but she was a good person. Um, I feel when it was happening that she was running from bad people. Um, I picked up, I didn't know if it was like a drug run. It, it felt like it was a group of people, like almost like a ring of people. Everybody knew their part, even though you couldn't see everybody. Um, I picked up scam, tricked, watch. She was watched, monitored, tracked, targeted. Um, 
secrets, obs uh, obsession, whoever, whoever this was, whether they knew her a long time or short time, they were very obsessed about her. Um, and the word hang, like hanging or hang was said. Okay. Um, I saw older man with the younger man that part of this. He had salt and pepper hair. I said ring of people. Um, I feel that the police knew, kind of knew who they are, but they're being protected. They're not being um, questioned, really, which makes me wonder about the police involved or whoever's involved. Right. A lot of sadness, depression. She said dead end. Um, she was too trusting. Something about a brother searching for the killer. She said wrong way. And also, it may she kept making me feel angry about so my mom was murdered. And I reached out to like the mayor and the FBI and the police and everybody, and nobody did anything. And she kept bringing that thought into my mind when I usually don't like to think about it. And so I feel like maybe her family feels the same way. Then nobody will help. Interesting. That was it. Okay. You know, you know, you know, they got to be upset with them being out of out of town, away from where the crime is committed. Well, hold on, hold on, on. hold on, hold on, hold on. We got other people coming in first. All right, Christopher, welcome. Welcome. How are you? All right, you're up on the chopping block. All right. So what I got from from this uh, case was um. <clears throat> At first, everything was going going pretty good because I did oh maybe I think 12, 13 pages of remote viewing on this. And oh. I was getting left and right, but um, things were going okay at first. Um, she did have some you know problems of her own that she was dealing with. Um, she met somebody who she thought everything was going good to start with. Um, but then as things began to get a little rough. Uh, she and maybe a few others began stalking her. Um. She ends up finally, uh, I picked up something about a restraining order, and uh, at one point um, during their during the uh, restraining order, uh, they managed to figure out where she was and, and a good time to get a hold of her, uh, something to do with the kidnapping uh, with her, but um, of course, he, the gentleman that she mainly, that the one that started the whole thing with her, he was an angry individual. He, he, he was a sweet talker to start with, but then next thing you know, she began to realize that he wasn't the type of person she thought he was. He, he was very angry um, and he started making threats to her. That's one of the reasons why they broke up. She had to get the restraining order. Um, and she, she, of course, she was doing uh, things, uh, had some abusiveness uh, with medication and stuff of her own. Um, that was part of the reason they argued. Um, and I picked up on the fact that she was, uh, he thought she was a very easy target. Um, um, he, he thought she was an easy person to, to manipulate. Um, he was he was kind of a quiet guy to start with, but then she she could tell his anger at times. Um, he was very obsessed with her, and uh, he was kind of a religious person before she even met him. She was religious, so this kind of went against her religion. Um, she spent most of her time at home. She didn't go out a whole lot, and uh, the place where she, the place where she was last seen, or perhaps where, where her body is now, was a north. Uh, north of where she was um, last seen, and late late summer there. Interesting. That's, that's what I got. 
Interesting. All right. Stand by, Christopher. Next up is Angela. Hello. I'm Angela Hello. Psychic Portrait Artist. How are you? And Wonderful. I have got some information that I have broken down. I used um, the runes and then the images that kept coming to me. I got that she was targeted specifically and that this person was just was obsessed with her looks really obsessed they, they thought she was uh, beautiful that he had a muscular build um had a silver truck like a silver pickup truck and that a ligature was used to strangle her with like something uh, was put around her throat uh, i kept getting that i also got that she was uh even though she had issues she was taking responsibility and had was well on her way to being successful as that and being her own person. She didn't want to have anybody else getting involved with that. She's taking responsibility. I'm handling this. I'm getting this taken care of. Um, very kind individual, very kind, very soft heart is what I got from her. And I got this was like a hidden danger for her. Um, there was words exchanged. I got that she was taken uh, in the truck. And that she was had the ligature that she was strangled, and there was and that she's next to a bridge. I keep seeing bridge, and I keep getting the sense of direction of north. And the bridge that it feels like it's more in the country, maybe a smaller bridge, isolated, has some water running through it or underneath it. And I got a sense that she's like along this, this bank, like a stream bank, and. I, she kept showing me, for some reason, she kept showing me cigarettes and marble cigarettes associated in this. And I don't know how that's a mom. I just saw a pack of cigarettes on the spot, like where she's next to. Um, that was just like the empty um, cigarette pack. And um, I get the sense, too, that um, this wasn't this. It wasn't random, but I feel like this person... Um, they, they would know who he is because he tends, he has a tendency, the people around him tends to understand him that he tends to get obsessed very quickly and easily. And with that, that there's just something off about him. Uh, but I get, I, I get more of an athletic build for him. So that, that was all that I got on that um, in regards to this case. Okay. Uh, yes, Jim Reeve, we are live. Uh, we see your comments. Uh, welcome to the show. All right, Angela, stand by. And uh, next up, Kelly Joe. I feel like there was two men involved with this. She was strangled because I couldn't breathe. Um, an older gentleman that's stocky and um, a younger man. And I hear tricked and lured. I see a culvert. I'm getting that she's no more than maybe 15 miles north of where she was last seen. And um, she knew her killer. Interesting. Very so that's interesting. what I got. All right. Stand by. Thank you. Next up, Kat. You Hi, are? everyone. Hello there. Um, I'm a touch different on this one. Um and I'm hoping no one gets upset. Um, okay. The front loading was a photo. 
um, and knowing that the remains had been found. I've got there was a crime scene, there was mental health and possibly suicide. Uh, misadventure, risky behaviour involved. It was deliberate. Uh, the locations in the USA, there are no other countries involved with this particular occurrence of what just happened, um, but there are other connections. I've got there's one perp, um, which is sadly uh, self-inflicted. The law is favourable. The G are not. Uh, there was no law involvement in this one. I've got she's still between planes. Um, she was mentally unwell. She acted freely, was lost physically and mentally. Uh, her body has been located, identified. The cause of death is questionable. The media and family are involved. The family have sincere intentions. She was not missing long, I feel, um, before they found her. Uh, female, aged somewhere around 30, brown-coloured hair, blue eyes, white suntan skin, five to five foot six, uh, jewellery, neck, hands, piercing. She had neck injuries. There was a phone and watch found belonging to her. There was a knife, hands and rope, but the rope was not the weapon. It feels she was thinking of a, a different way, then changed her mind. Uh, there's a scene, a sense that the scene was set. Um, she had full intention of leaving. No one else assisted, but I have a neighbour that saw what happened. Uh, there were drugs, mental health, sexual abuse, oh, sorry, SA, uh, money, betrayal, love, misunderstandings, miscommunications involved, uh, forcing her to feel like she had no way out. She had prior intent, uh, family and money, there's a connection there and a friend. I've got a, a friend overdosed um, and that kind of somehow has a lot to do with it. Uh, this is also connected to the family and CT. It appears she may have been a victim of CT in the past. Uh, there are G's involved, official positions, money and S. I don't, I didn't pick up any transporting. I've, I picked up, she was just found where she she was um, above ground, vegetation near, private property, residential, rural. The access was easily planned. Uh, she lived by nearby or there. Uh, she was regularly there and she was alone a lot by the sounds of it. Um, there seems to be a money trail connected to an official position. She was afraid of them um, and this created more mental health issues. She is known to the G and the connection to the CT. I've got, she was really scared. She is super sad and felt there was no way out. Um, mentally not well. No feelings of regret, in full control. Um, she felt really relieved is what I've got. Sorry, okay. everybody. I don't want to upset anyone. No, you're fine. So, Bob, you got the news article spooled. I got one more to go. Was that a yes? You're muted, so I didn't hear you. Okay. All right. Let me uh, bring up Melinda. She uh, emailed one in. Stand by, ladies and gentlemen. All right, Kat. Thank you. And uh, let me put you backstage here. Let me click you off here. Oh, yeah. He's already got it up. I didn't see it. All right. Stand by. 
And here we go here, ladies and gentlemen. Hi, everybody. So, okay, this case was really uh, bothersome. Um, the only thing Grizz gave us on this case was the picture, and he did state that um, the body had been found. So this is the picture that Grizz gave to us. So let me get that pulled up here just so I can show it. So that is the picture that we were given. Okay, so, so I started doing my work on it. Um, so, like I said, the details that were given to us was the picture and that the body had been found. I've got my paper here. Uh, so the actions I took to work on this case, of course, was dousing. Uh, I performed intuitive evidential mediumship to hopefully determine and locate a possible uh, person of interest, uh, any weapons, um, maybe the motive, uh, but vehicle, vehicle information and location, etc. So the first impression I got up on when I looked at the picture was that it was um, a very disturbing uh, death. Um, I did ask where could, could I get validation? Uh, so that's where the evidential mediumship comes in and uh, that I was in connect connection with uh, the deceased. So I was shown a tattoo of a dragonfly and it looked like it was on her foot or somewhere in that area, possibly the ankle, but in that area. And then I believe possibly a triangle symbol on the back. Now the motive, um, what I was shown was an abduction and a sexual assault. So the suspects or persons of interest, I was shown two of them. Uh, one was more um, connected to the crime than the other. I felt like the first one was the actual perp. And then the second one was someone that came to help after the fact. Um, so, and I do have sketches, which I will show at the end uh, of the two, um, because I felt like the second one came into play just to help clean up the situation. Um, I do feel that she did not know them. Uh, I kept, was shown that there was something going on with her car or something that was um, happening with her car. Um, and she kept showing me the dashboard. So there was something going on with the car. Uh, let's see the weapons. Um, I felt that it was possibly a strangulation. Um, okay. And then as far as a vehicle, I was shown a dark colored truck, possibly black. I did try to get, um, some numbers or letters from the tag. And the, what I got was, and this is in no particular order. The numbers, I got seven, nine, and five. As far as letters, I got X, an L, a C, and an A. So um, so in the summary of, of everything, 
my first impression, um, I was shown the words Paris, a frog, and a fort. Have no clue why. Then I asked, where did this occur? I was shown the letter T and O. Therefore, I looked at the states that began with those letters. So for the T, it was Tennessee and Texas. And for the letter O, it was Ohio, Oklahoma, and Oregon. So, of course, I doused each state. And I got a hit on Texas and Oklahoma. So that's what I worked off of. Then immediately, I was shown a water. Um, it was possibly a river, but it, I know it was a wooded area. There was trees. Uh, I was shown red tennis shoes. Anyway, they look like tennis shoes. I know for sure they were red. Um, and, and I know, I feel like I have to say, I know because I was shown, uh, I, the water, um, I kept, it's hard to explain. Um, but water, water, water. And, uh, then I was shown a black, it looked like a SUV, but I'm not for sure, but it was a black GMC. But when I was shown that I heard her. So I feel like maybe that vehicle was connected to her. Then I asked, could, could, you know, to be shown, you know, who, who did you come into contact with? And I was shown a male. He had black or dark colored truck. It, it was like, um, I got a picture of what it looks like. So I will show that. And he was sort of like offering her help or some, something to that nature about, cause she, Kept showing me the vehicle, problems with the vehicle. So I felt like, you know, he was offering her help. And, and she was like, I felt like maybe because she kept saying the word lost. Um, and so I don't know if she was lost or, or what, but I felt like he was assisting her and there was something going on with her vehicle. So I do some criminal profiling also. And uh, so this is what I got when I done the criminal profiling. I feel there was two males involved in this disappearance and murder. I feel she was killed in one place, but transported to another place. Uh, and that's where the second person comes in. I feel they could possibly be brothers or close friends. I do feel that these two subjects were aware, of, uh, very well aware of the area uh, of both of the locations. First, where they first made contact with her and then the place where I feel her body and, and was found. I asked how far was she from her vehicle when she was found and she, all she could tell me not that far. Um, then I asked, was there two people involved in this? It was a yes. I asked, do the two males live in Texas? She said, yes. Um, and then I asked her they live in Oklahoma. She said no. But then she showed me like traveling back and forth. So they were aware of the area. Um, I feel the two males are between the ages of 30 and 50 years of age. I feel they live in Texas, but travel to Oklahoma or have traveled to Oklahoma. They're between 5'7 and 5'10, approximately 180 to 210 in, in weight, have dark hair, um, goatee, and a mustache. I feel possibly tattoos on the neck or shoulder uh, of both of them. I feel they have committed other crimes in the past. So I do feel that they have a, a record 
and I feel that they have done sexual assault before. Um, I feel, let's see, I feel that this is the first time that they have actually caused death. Um, I do feel that this hap that this will happen again uh, once they get comfortable with not getting caught. And so I feel like, you know, it's, it's going to happen again, but it will take a while for it to happen. Then I asked, could I be shown the area? And then there was trees and it was almost like, I don't know what this means, but it was almost like her vehicle. It was almost like the vehicle was, she kept showing me this line of trees. And then I was shown like the vehicle was stuck up against something or I don't know. It was really a weird uh, situation that she was showing me. Um, and, and, and I say she's showing me because it was the energy that I felt and it was a female. Um, and then I was shown it was close to water. Uh, I feel these two persons of interest do live in the area uh, close to where she first encountered the first male. I feel the second person came in after the murder had occurred to assist with getting rid of her vehicle and her, her body. I do feel someone seen something and they, they actually seen more than what they realized they saw. Um, and I felt maybe it was a neighbor or someone that noticed something weird. Um, uh, I don't know. Um, and I would like to say, I would like to offer my condolences to the family and friends. And if there's anything I can do to help in any way, please contact me. Um, now I'm going to show, um, the sketches and, and the, um, the vehicle and the map. So let me pull this up. So here is the map. So let me get this out of my way so I can see. Okay, so right in this area is where I feel that she encountered the men, uh, especially one. I do feel one was the first that she encountered, and uh, I feel it was a rural area, and uh, this is where I feel that she was abducted. Um, right somewhere between this right in here because this is where I got the strongest hit okay now next I'm going to show you possibly the vehicle that uh, let's see here okay now I want to bring up the next of the vehicle that could be possibly I feel is the person of interest so it, it would look similar to this because she was showing me a, a big truck. She did show me tinted windows. It was dark in color. It did have four doors. Uh, so th this is uh, possibly what the person of interest vehicle looked like at the time of this um, horrendous situation. All right. So next, uh, I'm going to show you the image. The sketches that I've done. Okay, so. Okay. 
just a second. Okay, I'm gonna pull this one up first. Okay, so here is the first one that I got. So that is the first gentleman that I got that is a person of interest. Um, like I said, uh, in the ages between 30 and 50, um, he does have longer hair, but he keeps it sort of pulled back, sort of. Uh, so that's the first person of interest. And let me pull up the other one here. And that is the second person. And as you see these places here on the neck, this is just an indication there could be a tattoo on the neck. It, not that that's the tattoo. I just put a marking on there to say this is the area. I feel there could be a tattoo or a scar or something to that nature. Um, so there's that. Okay, so that's everything I got. Um, I do feel that, you know, in that radius of the map, I do feel that those, at least one of those uh, persons of interest, they live in that area. Uh, they're well aware of their surroundings. Um, I felt like, you know, there was a lot of woods and uh, trees and, you know, stuff of that nature. But anyway, again, I would like to offer my condolences to the family and friends. And I truly appreciate uh, getting to work on these cases. And um, until next time, guys, blessings to everyone. And thank you so very much. All right. And now the uh, news article. And here we go. All right. Let me get that started. So anyway, this woman needed a car. She drove out of state from where she lives to get the car. It was in Louisiana. She came back through Texas and went into Oklahoma. Somewhere along the line, she went missing. She was gone for a while. They, a landowner found her body, and later they found her vehicle in the water. So let me, let me play this uh, clip. It has been 14 months since a Louisiana woman vanished on a cross-country drive to Colorado. But tonight, a grisly discovery is calling multiple agencies out to far southeast Oklahoma. It's a story News 9 broke last night after human remains were discovered near the Kiamichi River in Choctaw County, just a stone's throw from where Caitlin Case's car was found last August. News 9's Lisa Monahan has been investigating her disappearance for months, and she joins us near the town of Fort Townsend now with the latest. We have followed leads up and down the Kaimichi River looking for any evidence of Caitlin Case. She vanished from this area while on a road trip from Louisiana to Colorado in August 2022. And while it's too soon to say if these are Caitlin's remains, her parents are fearing the worst. You're talking to someone that you love, you know, and all of a sudden they're gone. Gordon Case lost his daughter, Caitlin, after she lost cell service driving the back roads of rural Texas August 5th, 2022. He says she needed directions and never found her way again. The Oklahoma State Bureau of Investigation pulled her phone records and found hits to several cell towers before Caitlin's car crossed the Red River into Oklahoma. 
early in the investigation, the OSBI believed Caitlin was not driving her car when it traveled onto private property in Frogville, Oklahoma, and crashed her trees overhanging the Kiamichi River. Investigators said then it appeared someone was trying to hide the car. It's not clear if investigators still support that theory a year later. She didn't just, uh, you know, dump her car in, into a river and then get out and go to Walmart. Someone did this to her. Only time will tell. On Friday, state and local investigators were back at the same stretch of the Kayamichi after a landowner found human remains across the river from where they'd previously recovered Caitlin's car. Gordon says investigators notified them of the discovery and that it could be Caitlin. Right now, the medical examiner is working to officially identify the remains. In the meantime, we're following her digital footprint to see if Caitlin ever stepped foot in Oklahoma or if her car was just dumped here. In Choctaw County, Lisa Monahan, Oklahoma Zone, News 9. And uh, that's it. So no other news stories or anything like that ever comes out of it. So Nope. They just leave it there. This is really tragic. And she was missing for a while. So I doubt they got much <clears throat> off of her remains, given she was almost surely decomposed, except for her teeth that help her identify her. She needed a car, found one in Louisiana, probably on car trader or something like that, went down there to get it, went through Texas, got lost. Just like all of you said, somebody helped her. And then that was it. That was the last they ever heard of her. Later found the car, the, the truck, the car in the river and her body on the land across the river. Wow. Now, one of the news articles we played on the first show, uh, somebody witnessed uh, two vehicles enter the property and only one left. And they did find red shoes in the vehicle. And she was seen at a gas station filling up with red cheese. So that was interesting on camera. Yeah, they, they all got there was two involved and uh, that most of them seemed to get that she was strangled. So, uh, yeah, Lala and several of you. So uh, that's it. So I want to make it. I want to say this. So the other night I couldn't sleep and uh, I'll watch something on netflix and i urge every one of you all that's listening watching and going to listen to audio to go out on netflix and watch americans nightmare uh if you all have not seen this horrible story it's imperative that you watch this uh it is a tragic what has happened to this couple uh, it's, it's very traumatic. It, it really upset me. And I had to watch all three episodes back to back. That's how bad it is. And, uh, I will say this, if you are ever in an instance to where you are in a position to where law enforcement does not believe you stop and request an attorney. Yeah, you heard it. I, I actually said it. Uh, do not try to convince that you are innocent. Request an attorney. Just stop right there. And I know you all know where I stand with that, but you all need to watch that series, and it will flip you upside down. It is extremely disturbing and wild. Uh, once you start, you have to watch all three episodes. I mean, you will not go to sleep. 
Uh, it won't have you on the edge of the chair. Have you seen it, Bob? Yeah. Uh, Lala made me watch it after late because she didn't want to see it. <laughs> did you watch it, Lala, too? No, no, she didn't watch it. Oh, it, uh, wow. Uh, that is probably the, one of the most best documentaries of an incident. I'm not going to go into it because I'm not going to spoil it for anybody. But uh, it's on Netflix. It's free, and it's an American's Nightmare. And I really recommend everybody to watch it, especially if you're into uh, true crime and documentaries about crime. Uh, it will put you on a different perspective when it comes to law enforcement and how they treat you. And that's not disrespect to any law enforcement agency officer or FBI. Yeah, I said FBI. And I'm going to leave it at that. But uh, after people watch it, please go look at the Innocence Project. The Innocence Project, so you can get statistics on the occurrence of this kind of stuff. Yeah, it's called America. It's I think it's America's Nightmare or American Nightmare. Yeah, it. If once you put it in the search, it automatically come up. It is uh, no, Amy. Uh, it it's not about the interrogation. Uh, it. I'm trying not to get into it because I don't want to spoil it. But you need to watch it, Amy. Uh, it will. It will just, it, it blew my mind. Uh, because when I first watched it, I was like, man, you're all some Jack Rippers. You're all some morons. And, uh, boy, it it, uh, it did me a 360. And I'm not going to say anything else. I don't want to spoil it. But it's it's very imperative that people watch this. And, and after I watched this and watched it, uh, I said right then and there that if anybody's in a position that they're dealing with law enforcement in any capacity and they don't believe them, I want an attorney. Uh, and that's what I've been telling people. I want an attorney. And that would stop a lot. Uh, but, hey, Kyle Smith, welcome. Uh, but there we go, ladies and gentlemen. That is uh, the Rose case. Uh, I don't know. It's very tragic. So, any other words, ladies and gentlemen? No, I just feel sorry for all the loved ones. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's very disturbing, but so I, I think her body was missing almost a year. Wasn't it? Yeah. Before they found it. Yeah. Oh my God. Uh, yeah. So it wasn't, it wasn't like she went missing. They found the body right away. I mean, it, it was some time. Wow. So yeah. The, re- the, reason, the reason I said there wasn't much evidence is they didn't even really try to cover do they know she was really in the car or not? They they suspect that she was not uh, because for where the car was driven to, allegedly, the body was found. They didn't say how far the remains was found from the vehicle, did they, Bob? But it was across they, the river. She didn't yeah, but, drive but, across but they the did, But they, they didn't did. say how far, though. They did not say how right. far. Right. So, and they don't know. If, 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 if you go look at the map of the area, the river varies extremely widely from really wide, so you would think it was a lake, to something almost like a creek. Mm. But, uh, yeah, uh, I don't know. So somebody witnessed uh, the vehicles entering, then one of the vehicles speeding away. So I, I do agree, because I had written down, and I was looking at my notes, and I skipped over it. I said serial predator was one of the notes I had written. But for whatever reason, uh, she didn't have cell cell phone service like Bob said. So mm-hmm. she was constantly calling her dad, stopping at gas stations, trying to fix because her GPS on the dash wasn't working. Yeah. 
Exactly. Because uh, she programmed the coordinates or the address like we usually do, right? And to get home because she flew down to drive the vehicle back that she was purchasing. Now, on the first news article, uh, allegedly, uh, she met a guy along the way. And uh, because the guy was like, oh, she was a sweet girl and blah, 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 blah. But I don't know. We never heard nothing about him ever since then. So uh, we don't know. And that's when everything just went code. Who, so, who found the body? The the fa- far, no, 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 no. Farmer owned, owned the land that she was found on. Hmm. And they have identified her as? Yes. Oh, yeah. Like Bob said, the dental records. So this so. was on the edge of his land. So his land was on one river. side of the river, and then her car was on in the uh, other. Yeah. But it's like Grizzly says, it varies really widely. We don't have a pinpoint, so it's hard to tell us whether it's a hundred feet or a mile. Right, mm-hmm. and then that's what was strange. Usually, when they say uh, when they locate remains, they would say the vehicle, then so many feet or yards or quarter mile or eighth of them. You know what I'm saying? They would give some kind of direct, and they didn't. It was just very vague. Wow. And it's not, it's not state lines or jurisdictions because both of them are in the same county and both of them are in Oklahoma. <clears throat> okay. So. And is, it one, is one side public park, like, like state land, and then the other side's private? I don't know. That, yeah, I, I can I don't answer know. that part. I know that uh, where the vehicle was entered, hers was pub or private, okay. because the neighbors, but, but the neighbors the, saw it. Where it's dammed up and and almost as wide as a lake, that's the kind of place a state would have a park. But I don't know. Uh, dry Bay, old Dan. Uh, if you want to see me that information. Uh, we'll take a look at on that case if you want us to, uh, and I'll talk to you about how we do things uh, in the process. So uh, all you have to do is uh, hit me up on Facebook, uh, Grizzly Chris, G-R-I-Z-Z-L-Y, then Chris, and message me, and I'll talk to you so that way you can understand the process because there's a, a, a process that we go through, and I don't want anything uh, come up and sneak up on you if, if we take the case. Hey, Mark, nice to meet you. My name's Chris, and uh, you can get a hold of me or Bob, uh, but uh, I'll type it out. GRI, I can't even type, type them whenever we go. Uh, but I'm happy to take a look at it and uh, and talk to you about everything. And there's that's all you got to do is just message me on there. So, all right, ladies and gentlemen, uh, we'll call it a wrap. And from coast to coast around the world, everybody, have a good night. We'll see you at 9 o'clock on Chit Chat Carter. <laughs>